Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Pussy sarcophagus. I'm really good at playing card games. That's what life is really all about. What the fuck is up, Duelist? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka Quirked Up White Boy, breaking it down cyber style. I'm Dan, <laughs> aka Firefox Web Browser. I'm Elliot, aka What That Shield Do. <laughs> uh, and I'm Argyle, and that was getting a little bit of FOMO, so I bought a cool rope of my own, and I'm wearing it right now. Is that what you did with the Patreon money this week? No, I did something else with it. Okay, cool. We'll I have so that. many questions about all of these AKAs. Two of them I think I can figure out. Argyles. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't wait to uncover. Everybody's uh, wearing cool robes now. Even Cyrus has one. Yeah, Cyrus oh. is, yeah. Okay, so I I mis- misheard you and I heard cool rope. Instead of cool robe. <laughs> and I was all like, ropes and I was like not, yeah. not sure where this one's going. All right, cool robe. That makes more sense. Folks, we're watching three episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX today. Uh, in the sub, it's episodes 141 to 143. In the, uh, in the dubs, it is season three, episodes 37, 38, and 39. Our first episode in the sub is titled The Fearsome Supreme King, A Wandering O'Brien. Episode 37. What lies beneath? Part one. Yeah, so, sub gets the sub gets the prize for better title this week. I'm not surprised. We open with two goblin warriors. These two goblin warriors have come to a house to look for duelists, and they find Aster. They There's, find they find Ado, who is fake married to Rio. They're they're just they found this house and they're gonna live in it. Well, so they're like, like a big plantation, like a mansion. Yeah, I mean it's derelict. It's obviously yeah. been through sometimes, but it is like a it's huge a fixer upper. But they can flip it. Manor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna make. They're gonna have their own HDTV show here in mm-hmm. the fucking demon world. Yeah, they're gonna blow it up and replace it with a McMansion. My favorite uh, warrior type cards: the Property Brothers. Mm-hmm. Dual house, but it's spelled like Grover House. <laughs> <laughs> So, when they get there, yeah, so Ado answers the door, and the goblins are like, y'all duelists? And Ado's like, oh no, we've just moved out here to the country on our own after all the war that has been going on. We're simple country doctors, or rather, I'm a simple country butler, <laughs> with my... Sim- Don't worry about my me. Simple, we have no duelists here. My simple country master. My not a duelist t-shirt is raising a lot of questions, <laughs> answered by my t-shirt. Well, there's actually a really funny line about that uh, in the in the sub, actually, where the goblin, so they're like grilling Ado about it, and the go- and Ado's like, I don't know anything about duelists, never heard of them in my life. Couldn't be me. But with my- a big shit eating grin on his face. Yeah, like- right, exactly. Never heard of a duelist. Don't know what that is. But my master might have some answers for you. And the goblin looks at him and like does like a sort of like up and down check of him and goes. Yeah, 
with your unkempt appearance, I'm uh, I'm not surprised that you're not the uh, master of this household. And you could just see Edo being like, unkempt appearance, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the dub, he's just like, yeah, there's somebody else living here. You might maybe try asking him if he's a duelist. I don't know. Come on and in. Him and his cream-faced business boy three-piece suit, unkempt appearance. Fuck off. <laughs> you <laughs> know how much this costs. He invites the goblin to his basement where he's got a nice a nice bottle of Amontillado and then duels him. Duels him, duels him into a brick wall. Well, Z- Zane duels yeah. him. Yeah, Zane duels him. So uh, Rio, Rio's like, have you ever heard of the Scarecrow from the Batman series? I'm going to steal his shtick for a little bit. <laughs> Want to know how I got these cards? <laughs> Literally, though. He's, this is like the most dramatic character in this entire franchise that we've seen so far. I do not say this lightly. I love yeah, no, this he's, dude. He's using Batman scare tactics. <laughs> he really is serving up some of the Kaiba vibes that I have missed so dearly. I was going to say absolute cunt, but... Yeah, I mean, same. Yeah. <laughs> Synonymous with Kaiba. Yeah. <laughs> right, true, true. Um, live, serve, cunt, die. Um, <laughs> Go to the Egyptian afterlife. <laughs> right. Uh, way, way back on top. Rio's way, way back on top is my fave. Meanwhile, the other, like, back in the foyer of this, uh, foyer of this derelict mansion the other goblin guard comes in and is like and is talking to Edo. he's like oh, hey, well, hey where's my friend, friend go? and Edo's like well i'm just a simple country butler <laughs> but just come right on in i've got i'm sure there are some duelists right around the corner that that could you could uh haul away sir don't mind me yeah, well, he's like, well, my master's in the sub. He's like, well, my master's currently talking to him. But if you would please take a ticket and wait your turn to be murdered, mm-hmm. let's let's go with that. And so Edo takes on this second guard. They they're like dueling each other, and it's cutting back and forth while they uh, give up information to uh, to our heroes. Where's the were. Supreme King? <laughs> Pray to me. <laughs> Why does he wear the mask? They learn where the Supreme King is, which is his big fucking tower. Uh, uh, they learn that there's a prison camp where uh, a bunch of duelists have been taken. They learn that there's a uh, fortress where the remaining humans have gathered. The Supreme King uses elemental heroes in his deck as well. Gee. They, the goblins get quote-unquote turned into stardust. They're dead-dead. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at, having gotten all the information they needed, uh, Zane and Aster agree, we're going to need to get some allies. Let's go. So they're going to go to the straight camp to get some straight allies while uh, <laughs> Axel runs from the Supreme King. It's so funny that you say uh, the straight camp to get some straight allies, because as they're like, walking there... It really is like, oh, they're gay, they're going, gay. Like, I they're going to, to the prison camp in the Down with Sis bus, and they're going to drive it up to the Supreme <laughs> King's castle. Like, I was, you know, I'm, I made a comment a few episodes ago when we saw them sort of working together for the first time that their new dynamic, like, their dynamic is sort of the most interesting dynamic to me in it. But now it's just they're dating. Mm-hmm. They're, they're no longer petty with each other. They're, they're just dating now. It's true. We cut over to O'Brien around this point. Uh, he's uh, being chased by the Supreme King, and uh, like Jaden as a supremist taunting him, saying, "There's nowhere to go but down." As he pushes him off a cliff, and of course, so good. Uh, Axel is having a nightmare. This is not actually <laughs> happening. 
uh, he goes blanky mode. He does. <laughs> he's just like, he wakes up and he just wraps himself in a blanket and hides under a table. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh man. I, oh, I, I would actually like to bring up, this is a great time for me to bring up my, my, a main question that I have kind of about this arc. Mm-hmm. Because he, he says something, like he doesn't say it exactly like this because it's the dub, but he goes, like, uh, ever since Jim died, my dreams keep getting, like, worse and worse. And I'm like, wait, how much time has passed? Because didn't Jim, like, I, I just read the wiki summaries for the last, like, couple episodes or whatever. I forgot yeah. to watch him. But d- didn't he, like, didn't he, like, just go to the stars? Yeah, so it is, it is I would say, implied that there is now a significant amount of time between... Yeah. Each episode. Okay, cool. If it's not, if they're not, if they're not multi-parter. Mm-hmm. Not, like, years and years, but, like, a week or so. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. I was, I, I was trying to figure out the, like, the passage of time here. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that helps. Uh, yeah, I will say, like, I, it is a surprisingly sympathetic, uh, portrayal of PTSD mm-hmm. that, uh, that we get from, uh, O'Brien here, but he eventually he's like, well, I can't just keep like, I'm terrified, but I can't just keep hiding in this blanket. I'm gonna move or something. I don't know. Uh, but he does leave, importantly, he does leave his dual yes. disc gun behind. Yeah, he's he's done with dueling. This is the first time I noticed that his, this is the first time I've noticed his dual disc is a gun. I, I'm i sure they must have shown it before. Oh, but they have shown it. it they yeah. have shown him yeah, firing cards. He lost the fire cards out okay. of it. Great. That, that, that was kind of the first time I, I, I clocked. He has card ammo. That, um... He's American. I, it's a gun. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's actually quite good, is the thing about it. <laughs> it, it, it. It rocks. Not to say guns rock, but... <laughs> no, it's cool. This dual, this dual, this gun rocks. Yeah, it, it seems like it would make a very good toy, and maybe it was, but I wouldn't know. Uh... Axel's just uh, had this so, fucking eyeball in his pocket for like a week now. <laughs> like, imagine, yeah. yeah, I'd like to. I, I, I'd, like, like talking talk to him, him, like in an Australian accent. He's just like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jim. Fuck, I'm sorry. I'm such a big baby." And it, it's just like, it's a, it's all right. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there in your own time. Uh, Audrey, is the eye called the same thing in the in the cell? Yeah, it's called oricalcum. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we uh, we discussed this last week with. Uh, okay, with I, I I assumed you did. I yeah, just... no, it's it sucks. It sucks. We don't like to we don't like to talk yeah. about it. I love it. Uh... Uh, <laughs> someone should. Um, uh, oh oh, Duel Monster season four, the seal of Oracle come. I mean come. I mean come. I mean come. <laughs> uh, we cut over to the only other survivor of the original crew at this point. Show. Yeah. Um, who is again. Uh, wandering the world with uh, Ojama Yellow. Mad Max style. Mad yeah. Max style. Um, and they come and get... Does this character ever get named for you guys? I don't think she gets named in the sub. They just call her the Maiden or something. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. I think she's like Aquamaiden or... She's clearly like a Dual a Monsters card. card. Yes, yeah. she's very much a Dual Monsters card. But anyway, she's a, a hot dual monsters card and she has three little fairies with her and they um a jummy yellow has the hots for them yeah they they cross they they cross paths and yeah for for one of the like finest dub lines i've heard honestly um (laughs) uh it's a it's a pretty good pretty good bit it's in the third episode we'll get yeah i'll I'll (laughs) give it to them but 
Uh, I am actually really glad that in the in the sub, at least, um, that Ojama Yellow, that, that show can no longer be the little pervert that he has been in the past because he has to keep his dignity up around Ojama Yellow. <laughs> He's like, I can't sink to this guy's level, Jesus. Um, <laughs> oh, is that what I sound like? I better clam up. Yeah, no, literally. So, like, <laughs> Ojama, Ojama Yellow's like, Sho and Iki, they're really cute, don't you think? And Sho just sort of sighs and goes, yeah, they are, but, like, this isn't the time. That's exactly what happens in the dub, too. He just goes, yeah. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is no time for romance. He's not, yeah, yeah, he's not even a pervert in the dub, but he's like, yeah, it's like Ojama Yellow is so pathetic that he's like, I, I need to set a better example. What am I doing? Yeah, with he's my like, life? I, I don't know this guy. Yeah, so I know that he's less of a little pervert in the in the dub, which is why I'm so glad that this happens in the sub yeah. because it means that he can't be the little pervert mm-hmm. that he is sometimes in the sub because mm-hmm. he has he has a baseline of dignity now the robe the robe adds some adds some like gravitas yeah being being better than ojama yellow is the baseline of dignity for him now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um also i have consulted the Yu-Gi-Oh! gx wiki and her name is just it's maiden of the aqua in the dub and sea gods priestess in the sub so yeah, she they... does not she does not get like a real like yeah. person name yeah she's, no, she's not named she's a card. yeah she's a card uh uh, but, uh, she's, she's asking for help for, oh, like, right. the, That's the right. humans or whatever, and Cyrus is like, well, I'm a big baby, so I can't really help you, but I see somebody over there that could help you, and he points to Axel, so she's like, oh, okay, thanks, I guess. Shows like, I've taken on Switzerland's role, I believe in non-interference, and <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's Switzerland? She's like, what the fuck is Switzerland? <laughs> what the fuck is Switzerland? I'm, I'm, I live in a monster world, what are you talking about? <laughs> Peter, it's 2004. <laughs> so she goes to talk to Axel, and Axel's like, no, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, I'm not dueling anymore, get away from me. I'm not dueling anymore. I, he's, okay, he's less of a, a coward in the sub, so she approaches him, and he's like, hey, sup, and she's like, hey, so... No, I'm playing it up, to be honest. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. He like... I mean, the voice actor does do some stuff where it does sound like he's about to cry, which, kudos to that, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like uh, it. But, yeah, she's like... She's like, hey, so, uh, I heard you might be the, uh, duelist of legend, and O'Brien's like, oh, did you? And she's like- You heard wrong, pal. Yeah, so she's like, so you're gonna- And they're, like, chatting for a few minutes, and then she's like, so you're gonna duel the, the, uh, dark king- The supreme king, right? And he's like, fuck no, but good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Best wishes to you, but I'm I'm just uh I'm fucking hightailing it out of here. I'm happy for just... you or sorry that happened. I gotta do me and mine. I picked the direction and I'm just walking that way, sorry. Yeah. As as they are as as O'Brien walks away though, um he hears a a, a maidenly scream and uh he's like, Nope, not gonna ruin my day at first. But then it, keep, <laughs> it keeps happening and he's like, fuck and turns around and runs back to uh, her. Oh no, if only somebody big and muscular named Axel could help me. Oh no. Oh no. She's being besieged by firewolves. If only somebody here had water powers, we'll get if there. So- <laughs> if only somebody here was maiden of the aqua. Oh no. <laughs> her sea god priestess. Yeah. yeah. They're called, they're referred to like as foxes in the dub. They're clearly wolves, but sure. No, they look uh, like foxes. They're, they're kind no, of they're- yeah. They're wolves. I didn't look close enough. Look like a fox, like a big fox. They, they get obliterated sure. in point seven five seconds anyway, so it doesn't matter. In the way that all canids look like, sure, they kind of look like foxes. Um, they 
Yeah, I, I would love to know what happens here because in the sub, O'Brien tries to shoot them with real bullets from his real gun. Oh. He shoots them with cards in the. But first, the, he he later shoots them with cards, but he first shoots them with bullets. Yeah, there's no bullets here. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know he had like, yeah. a real gun. <laughs> Don't know what you expected. Yeah. No bullets, obviously. So, uh, by the way, he got his dual disc back because the maiden got it from show. And he's like, this is a special tool that someone else will come in. It'll come in handy for someone else later. And so <laughs> she sends the, the dual disc back to O'Brien. He attempts to shoot the, the, the wolves with real bullets. Doesn't work. And then the uh, the maiden's like, "Hell, I actually checks the check this shit out," and summons a whole shit of water. And O'Brien's like, "Why didn't you just do that originally?" <laughs> but yes, he he shoots um, anchor bind like his dual disc is something out of Enter the Gungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bullet, 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 <laughs> blam, and uh, catches all the wolves around their feet, and they all fall into the water and instantly die. Yeah. Just, just drowning dogs in this episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. They had it coming. So, he's... She, like, tries to, like, comfort him, and, like, Cyrus shows up to, like, give him some inspiring words. I want to say something really important about this in the Japanese, actually. Talking mm. about pairing the spares here. Um... While she's comforting O'Brien, O'Brien is talking about Jim, mm-hmm. and he refers to Jim as his Ibo. Oh, I see. And what does Ibo mean? Partner, and it's what mm. Yami calls Yugi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wow. good. Yeah, he's just uh, his best friend in the in the dub. Yeah, no, he very specifically says Ibo. We get we get a bunch of actually terminology from like the original DM in terms mm. of like how people refer to each other. Uh, that I find really interesting. interesting. So that's one, one one instance. We'll get to another one later. Mm. All right. Looking forward to it. Um, mm. My next note just says the prison camp's not far. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. At this point, we see like Zane and AP traveling to, uh, to the prison camp to go rescue some duelists. They're like at the gates and they're like, well, we could sneak in or we could go in guns blazing. And they both agree, let's go on guns blazing. I want to say, well, in this sub, it's it's similar. It's like, <laughs> it's an entire prison camp. And like, Ada's like, well, it's an entire prison camp. That's a lot of people. And Rio's just like, yeah, but none of them are as good as us. And so, and then they just like. None of them have cyber in dragon. What they, are they going to do? They just share a look and smile at the same time. And in perfect synchronicity, like lock their dual discs. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's great. Uh, Lock and load their dual desks. They, like, get Cyber End Dragon, and it smashes open the gates, I think. And we then cut, I think, back to Axel and, uh... Yeah, we cut back to Axel, who has now arrived at the Stronghold, uh, where all the humans are. Uh, and there's some monsters here, too. There's uh, a couple monsters. Guy who sucks to look at. There's, like, a little... Yeah. There's a little bearded wizard gnome man with a uh, huge brain with a huge brain and there's another, a guy who's kind of like a knight but he has a big shield with a mouth on it and he talks through the shield okay the shield looks like the last human from doctor who the moisturize me girl mm. that's just like this like rectangle of flesh of with skin, a mouth on yeah. it yeah 
yeah. bad to look at. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, uh. they're they're like the the humans are like, oh, please, I want to rest for just a little bit, but uh, they can't they can't have any breaks. Yeah, because the monsters are coming. And the, the these monsters who are leading them are like, come on, we're the last free bastion of, you know, of uh, humans and monsters. We need to work together to do this. And also, you can't take any breaks. That's for babies. Stop it. Uh, no breaks, no food, unless you're a duelist. Uh, Axel immediately sees them and is like, that seems suspicious. Those, I don't like those guys. Getting some, Picking up some pretty bad vibes from them. Yeah. Um, and not but like five minutes later... The two of them, the two monsters, are in their their lair, rubbing their hands and being like, <laughs> the, "The humans have fallen for it. The the supreme king is gonna be here any minute, and he's gonna fucking kill all of them." Uh, and Axel is right around the corner, waiting for them to say this so that he can just duel them. Yep. So he, yeah, he pops out and is like, "Yeah, I was waiting the whole time so I can duel you. Duel me right now!" And uh, these flash assholes. <laughs> Yeah, the brain man turns out to be the skull man from from the Supreme King's like hype squad. So they yeah, they duel. Yeah, well before they duel like uh, uh, so O'Brien pops out. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take you on." And the world's the the universe's last human moisturize me. Um says, "Yeah, I've seen this guy. He just ran away like a fucking coward, like a little weenie." Boo hoo, and it's like, uh, and O'Brien's like, oh, okay, so now the flesh sealed is lecturing me about bravery. Great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, Ac- yeah, Axel says this odd line, uh, being afraid isn't a weakness, it's the path you take when you are. No, I mean, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's a pretty common, like, hey, yeah. you know, it, it's fine to be scared. It's, uh, what, what you do with yeah. it. Uh, yeah. It's 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 only brave if you know if you work through your fear, um, all that sort of it's nonsense. It's the only time a man can be brave. Exactly. Is that a Game of Thrones uh, thing? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my perfect Ned Stark impression. Couldn't you tell? It was. It was. <laughs> it was spot on. I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I didn't. I didn't know what he sounded lo- sounded like. He sounds it. like Sean Bean. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't realize that we had special guest Sean Bean with us in the studio we here did, tonight. Oh, oh. We did for just a second, but he had to go die again. Anytime I don't get a joke and somebody just says something in kind of a like a, a deepish, like British-ish voice, I just assume it's a Game of Thrones thing. And, I say, and yeah, you're okay, always thanks. right. And you are correct. <laughs> Mazel tov. You're my sister. Uh, Bone aped it. Is there anything else in this episode? I don't think uh, so. No, it, I, they start the duel and we cut to, we cut to the... Uh, Next episode. Let's uh, let's do Queens of Games before we get into the next episode. Sure. I can start uh, since I was the one who yeah. suggested it. Sure. Um so uh yesterday I finished up um a very cute game that I know well, finished up, finished the first round of a very cute game that I know Dan has played and is very much uh, up Dan's alley. Uh, later, Alligator. Yeah. Uh, uh, how how you liking it? Well, I finished it. It's really cute. I mean, I, I just finished Grim Fandango the other week. Mm-hmm. So I immediately was like, what else do I have in the way of like pulp noir point and clicks that aren't mm-hmm. L.A. noir because I'm never playing that game again? <laughs> um god me and neither. later alligator like later alligator showed up and i was like awesome um it's a cute game it's a really it's a really well-written game 
Oh, yeah. It's got beautiful music and uh, writing and animation. It does. I had no idea that Neil Sierra did the music for it. Uh, yeah, I think at so, least he some did of some it. of the. Yeah, he didn't do the entire soundtrack, but he did do some of it, and I was like, yeah. "All right, go off." Um, yeah, it's it's a really cute game. It is like very very well written, which is important because it is a very simple point and click adventure. Um, mm-hmm. but that was cute, and now I finished it, and I'm replaying Dishonored for the first time since I played it originally Ooh. in okay, uh, so 2016. Yes, I have not played. I have Dishonored two and um. Death of an Outsider, which I have not played yet, um, and I'm planning to get to those. I was such those. a big Dishonored 1 fan, and I've still not played Dishonored 2, <laughs> beyond the first yeah. level. Uh, so, it's such a shame. Yeah, so I'm I'm replaying it, but it's for the first time. I've only played it once before, and that was in 2016. Like, Have you ever played the, the DLC for Dishonored 1? Not Death of an Outsider. That's that not that's for Dishonored two. The two. Oh no, I have not played. I don't think I have played the, Knife of the Dunwall DLC. and. Um, oh no, I haven't done those. Yeah, those those are really really good. Actually, you should oh. try those if you if if they're on like sale or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, good to know. But yeah, no, I really like Dishonored. Um, it kind of feels it. It came about in the same era as like Bioshock Infinite, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of feels like it was going for the same like feel. As the original Bioshock game, um, it, you know, in terms of like powers and the first person abilities and all that stuff, it's a little more stealth oriented, obviously. Um, but it's kind of like it takes some of like the best parts, in my opinion, of of like Bioshock's aesthetic and mixes it with like some Assassin's Creed stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cool game. One, it's a one hell of a zero four five one game. Uh, That's me. Yeah, uh, I'll go next. Uh, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I'm in Stormblood. Uh, I've I've uh, learned how to tank good from my friends. Uh, shout out to Jordan. Uh, shout out to Giga. Uh, and also, to me. Uh, well, yeah, and shout out <laughs> to you. I didn't really teach you anything, but I do know how to tank. You could have asked. You me. taught me the value of G posing. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have much else to say on that, but I I'm still trying to like play games that aren't just Final Fantasy XIV. So I've also been dabbling into Cook Serve Delicious uh, and uh, the what was it? Uh, I played a little bit of Doom Two earlier today. Hell on uh, Earth. Yeah, Hell on Earth. Any wads uh, or just uh, the playing game? Just just the base game. Uh, okay. I might play some wad. I've never actually finished Doom 2. I think I've beaten the original Doom, like, twice. I I think I just don't like Doom 2 as much. It's still a good game. It's just... it. it I, there's too much game. I like it. Uh, Yeah, I like it. It, it. There's just too much compared to Doom 1. Look, Sandy Peterson, you're a little too ambitious with your maps, my man. Tone it down a little bit. I, Sandy Peterson, I, I know you fucking look... I know you made the the tabletop role playing game Call of Cthulhu, and I know you love your D and D maps. I, I, but I, I, I need, I need less. I need a little less. I need it be a little more labyrinthine, short and sweet. Mm, mm-hmm. Too much shit. Uh, yeah. I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I finished the ARR patch quest. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Moved on to Heaven's Word. Really interesting. Like I'm, I'm really digging the plot so far. It's, it's, it's going some places and has some uh, re- really cool stuff with the characters. 
Um, I have picked up two classes, kind of. Um, one of them being uh, Dancer, which is a, a fun range DPS. Uh, you throw chakrams and you, you distribute buffs to your, to your friends and things. And uh, Astrologian, which is an, another healer class, uh, which is all about drawing tarot cards and, and giving them to people and also healing and, and stuff. Anyways, um, it's time for my new glams. It's time for the glam report. I'm uploading them right yes! now for you, oh. for you to look at. No, uh, they're they're too large. Just a second. I'm gonna have to upload these. Like your power, time. your power is too strong to be contained. Here we go. Here's two. Oh, looking fresh to death. Cute. I really like the first one. Yes, that's a, a little Western one. That second one's not actually a glam that I'm using. I whipped up a little kind of Seto Kaiba-ish cosplay for when oh. I got Astrologian to 50, but... um, Hell Argyle, yeah. the dancer. Yeah, the dancer Cute. is the bottom one, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, oh my god. Okay, that's it. It's gotta be. It's gotta be the dancer. I'm also really proud of that Astrologian one, the third one. Your glams are the only thing that have made me want to play this game. Like, I, I <laughs> don't because I wouldn't enjoy it, but... <laughs> Cashmere, Cashmere looks like they're about to bring the club down. Oh, they will. I, absolutely, yeah. their song just came on. It, yeah, Cascada, evacuate the dance floor just came on. <laughs> they're about to tear <laughs> shit up. Like Kesha TikTok. Oh, yeah, either that, one. The, the discussion of the new classes does make me want to bring up uh, a class I've been meaning a lot lately, uh, which is Gunbreaker. Uh, Gunbreaker is the one where you have a gunblade from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, and it was made by, uh, the Hrothgar, who are the big lion men from Final Fantasy X. Uh, and, uh, they, uh, they were called Gunhilder's Blades. Uh, then people just took the blade off and called it a gun. And that's where yes! guns come from in this setting. <laughs> that rocks! I forgot about that. I did know yeah, that. Cause... I did know that. There are actual firearms. Machinist is a cla is a job that uses them, but gun blades are not. They don't fire bullets. They have a receiver and shit, so they are kind of gun ish. But yeah, they're not. There's a different etymology to the word, which is why they're also called gun blades. Just really like funny. just like the guns in Yu-Gi-Oh, they do not fire bullets. Mm. So funny. That's uh, so good. It's just a cool, weird sword, and I love it. Uh, uh, let's see, Argyle. Do you have anything else to say about? Final Fantasy fourteen. No, he Heaven's Word is really good so far. Look at my glams. Pay, give us money on Patreon to see my glams, or just I don't know, go somewhere else. I'll probably post them if you just ask me nicely. <laughs> we do love cashmere. Everybody should see the. Everybody should see the dancer pick at least because it, it rocks. Let's see them. Here, I've got another uh, picture of that glam. Hell yes. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yes, yes. please. Okay. Please. <laughs> All right. I. Yeah, let's fucking go. I'm Yakuza filled. <laughs> yeah, you fucking get Gami's wallet chain. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I. Okay, did I. Had I beaten Judgment the last time I talked about Yakuza? No. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I don't think so. so okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. Um, I beat Judgment. It's like one of my favorite games ever, I think. It, it's really, 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 really good. I love Yagami, I love Kaito, I love Higashi. <laughs> I, love I don't remember how much I paid for that copy of Judgment, but it was well spent. So, 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 so good. Thank you, Argyle. Long-term investment. Now, I did buy Lost Judgment. It was half off. I paid $30 for it, which is, I, I would say it's a $30 game. <laughs> I, I, would say I, got th <laughs> I would say I got $30 of enjoyment out of it. I think I would have been pissed right. off if I had paid 60 <laughs> 
Uh, on, based on the story alone, yeah, probably. Um, but it was a fun game to play. Um, the story, um, I think, uh, briefly drove me to madness. <laughs> it, it, well, as long as it was limited. Yeah, yeah, I'm normal now. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, now, now that you're, now that you've met Majima Goro, you're normal now. <laughs> yes, the most normal um, character in the in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. I I just want to say about Lost Judgment. Um. It was fun. Higashi was there a lot more. He was, like, way more of a main character than he was in, in regular judgments. So that was extremely good. I liked to see him. Um, he's my funny little meow meow. Um, I liked to see Yagami and Kaito in even higher def. I like to see Kaito's little crow's feet. And I like the detective who wears Tim's and vapes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything more about him right now for, for spoilers, but <laughs> I... He's a he's a real roller coaster of a guy. Um I now so I, I beat those two and now I'm on to Yakuza Zero. I got Yakuza Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami two in a pack for like thirteen Ugh. bucks on the PlayStation store. So pretty good. Yeah, no. Um yeah. Zero is the best though, I will say. I have I have lain my eyes upon Goro Majima and now I don't have any more mental illnesses. <laughs> What's really funny about Majima and Zero is that Majima's obviously not the most normal person in the series. He is, in fact, the most normal person in Zero, though. He is. He, he, he is. Now, I, I, like, I don't know anything about, like, the plot of the Yakuza series. I do know from just, like, being alive on the internet for as long as I have that, um, he doesn't usually look like this. No. No. Listen, so, he's gender fluid and rapidly bisexual. What do you want from him? I, I, that's all I want from him. I mean, he's perfect. <laughs> like, the perfect character. I can't... I think I'm almost halfway through Yakuza 0 right now. I just... I'm on chapter 7, so I just uh, met yeah. back up with Goro after, like, a f yeah, a bunch of fucking killer shit that happened with Kiryu and Nishiki. Great stuff, yeah. everyone. Yeah. I will say playing Zero and, like, seeing Majima for the first time, like, really did rewire my brain. <laughs> um, I, again, yeah, I, I, I mentioned this a lot, but in terms of, like, favorite characters, I tend to only really find those in, uh, uh, be drawn to, like, characters that I really want to read more about in, like, ongoing series. Um, so, like, it very rarely happens for me in movies, and it very rarely happens for me in video games. But Majima, like, slapped me in my face, and I was like, okay, sir, <laughs> that's fair. Um, my type is apparently extremely mentally ill people named Goro, so... <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I love that you keep calling him Goro, and I know you're doing it because you played Persona 5, and you're saying that I played that Persona 4, so I can't... I, yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll... I know all I've done is talk about Majima, but Kiryu is like mwah, a perfect Kiryu character. Is pretty good. Perfect Our special character. big man. He, I mean, I'm gonna. I didn't do any of the side quests in Judgment or Lost Judgment. I'm doing like all of the side. I'm quests so happy in that Zero. you are because I was like, what the fuck? Why aren't you playing the side the side cases in Judgment? The, and I was like, look, I don't want to <laughs> look. Look, I don't want to judge you for enjoying the game in whatever way. Like you're enjoying the games, and that's what matters to me. 
Um, but the side the side the side stories are always fun. Uh, okay, well, okay, I'll I'll go back and Not do always, the side stories but... in judgment. But like the few times that I ran into the side stories in judgment, because I wasn't really seeking it was like them stop out, the it, panty thief. No, it, yeah, it's... It, it was literally like, do you want to race a drone or do you want to stop a panty thief? And I was like, I want to do neither of those. The drone things. racing is fun though. The drone I racing is pretty mini fun. Games like that, yeah, I. I'm a big time spoil sport. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with Elliot on this one. But in general, just like the entire cast of Yakuza Zero is so good. Even like the bastard characters are like the perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I, I, was, I was messaging. Elliot Orta, had a hell like, of a two, moment earlier. I did today. like two hours ago when I met like Awano for uh, like when I went yeah. through, when, I, when I went through the sewers. There's a the moment I, when he's in, he's in I, the fucking he, disco. I was like, yes. I was like, this dude is like, I was like, this being this dude is like my life goal and then he shot the lady and i was like now i look like the asshole (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean have you gotten to nishitani yet Um, no that's not until i think this section of majima's story that he's in right now okay nishitani's a perfect bastard sagawa's a perfect bastard oh i yeah he's he's crazy he said i love sagawa says some he 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 said some shit to me he drinks piss (laughs) he does he didn't appreciate didn't appreciate some of the things that he said to me. Yeah, he's he's kind of he's kind of. It's, I won't repeat on this podcast. It's almost like he's your jailer, and he uh, would kill you at a moment's thought if it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just like like Sagawa, especially for the Yakuza series, is such an understated character. Yeah, and I love how much power he's able to exude without being like at all over the top. Yeah, everything no. he does is so understated, and it's just like. And I could crush you between beneath my heel. Yep. Anyway, great game. Re- really excited to keep playing it. I'm currently, it's currently paused. I keep looking over at it, just looking at it's paused <laughs> I, on Majima's face right now, and I'm just like, I look over at him, looking at me, rubbing the screens, me, uh, me beating uh, Dragon Age Inquisition between unions <laughs> uh, negotiations. <laughs> exactly me. Yeah, me. Me doing a bunch of Majima's side quests while podcasting. Yeah. Uh, I, I told Elliot he would really like uh, Nishiki, and there were about five minutes where he was really mad at me <laughs> for saying Because I got to the end of chapter six, and uh, when he, yeah, I guess spoilers for like the first third of Yakuza Zero, but um, I, I got to the part where he, he drives me out to the middle of, the no- of nowhere and points a gun at my head, and that's when I messaged Argyle, like, Hey, I thought you said I was gonna <laughs> like this guy, and then he was like, Fin- "Finish the fucking cutscene," and I did, and immediately I was like, "Oh, he's my special little guy." Mm-hmm. To be fair, I very much do not like Mishki. <laughs> I'm sure I, I think I probably will. You, you I'm probably sim- will, but I couldn't fucking stand his ass. I'm a simple uh, man. I like Mishki. He, he's got long hair. What do you want from me? I care him. I don't listen to Kamurocho but- Radio, everyone. <laughs> I will. You can learn. Tr- you can. Learn more of the context behind uh, the end of chapter six. Uh, yeah, we should probably move on. Yeah, yeah, we should probably we should probably move on because I'll just keep talking. All right. Uh, uh, before we move back to our uh, normally scheduled programming, uh, we want to thank some people first. Uh, we like to take this moment in the middle of our episodes to thank our ten dollar patrons, which I am pulling up right now, and those are. Uh, Danielle Kalaskis, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto-J, Sarvis, and Eruviru. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Congratulations. 
Thank you. Omedito! Your patronage is appreciated. Thank you for your very deep hearts and even deeper wallets. We love you. Yes. Speaking of deep hearts, Uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, season three, episode 38, What Lies Beneath, part two. Episode 142, The Victor is Righteous, The Supreme King versus O'Brien. So, uh, we've got- There's a lot of dueling in this episode. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So- Hey, guess what, guys? I'm now that I've actually studied for this year's Cup of Greed. I'm good at dual monsters now, and uh, I have to say that uh, O'Brien's deck is really—he uh, really read slow burn on Ao3 mm-hmm. and uh, completely misinterpreted what it meant. Well, yeah. Uh, we also get like Cyrus and Ojama Yellow. Uh, they're they're like heading. They're like. Mo- traveling over to the uh next scene uh and like uh there's like a bit where Cyrus tells Ojama yellow to stop being yellow uh but anyways they're dueling and uh, uh I will say uh, his strategy is pretty cool he puts down a bunch of like bomb tokens so uh so that his opponent can't summon any more monsters uh then he summons a monster that can like attack all of them, and because because of that, uh, he's able to instantly deal out like a, a couple thousand points of damage and just end the match real quick. Yeah, so he has he has a literal burn deck mm-hmm. in um, a number of ways. A burn deck in Yu-Gi-Oh is a deck that is focusing on um, doing direct damage through spells, spells, traps, and effects. Mm-hmm. Um, the Volcanic deck, which is what O'Brien uses, uh, all of their effects basically deal 500 damage in very, under various conditions, um, to the opponent, uh, but 500 is not that much, but it does eventually get him out. Um, he does say something in the middle of it, he basically says, Jim, take the wheel. Mm-hmm. So he, like, consults, <laughs> he's like... Do you want fries with that? Let me consult with my- Michael Jordan. <laughs> Damn it, I was just about to make that joke, Audrey. <laughs> yeah. And Jim- l- l- let, me, well, look, let me just uh, consult with the Australian man's eyeball that I have in my pocket here. Yeah, just a exactly. Second. He pull- pulls out the Ivory Alcove and Jim's like, you'll need the energy in the coming days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me get a large fry You want that. some Maccas? Play the spell card. <laughs> get a milkshake, too. So I have another question about how four kids deal with this, um, because when he loses... Uh, Skull Knight, Skull King, whatever it is, uh, basically says, literally says, I'll be waiting for you in hell and then commit suicide. Uh, so, <laughs> what, the, what happens in a dub, dare I ask? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't, I, I didn't write it down. You didn't say anything like see you in hell. I'll be honest, I was spacing out for a lot of these episodes because I watched last week's episodes first, like immediately before. So by this point, I was on my fourth episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! in a row <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Um, let's see, my, my note says they're all just killing now, so something mm. must have happened. <laughs> okay, so what, what happens after this duel is that there's going to be an attack mm. on the town, mm-hmm. what, whatever it is, wherever the stronghold. is at this point. The stronghold, yeah. Um, and so now that O'Brien has proven himself in battle and is over being scared, um, aren't you tired of being scared? Don't you just want to go apeshit? Um, mm-hmm. He's back in sort of like command mode and he goes down to the village and they're going to be assaulted and he's organizing everyone. He's like, you villagers do this and you villagers do that. And he's 
handing out rolls. My favorite part of this is that, oh, and the maiden is there watching him. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and my favorite part of this is that, uh, there's like a little kid and he's like, and the little kid's the last one. And O'Brien's like, okay, you go take all of the sick elderly and other kids in the village and take them as far in as you can to the stronghold. And I just would like to know what the cutoff for kid is here when it's a 16 year old this <laughs> instruction. Uh, nine years old. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's about it. Yeah. yeah. If you're old enough to get your first Pokemon, then you're too old. Double digits. You get drafted into the skeleton yeah. war. Fair enough. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I will note, uh, maybe it's different in the sub, but he is very hesitant at first, but. Everyone's just begging him to like uh take 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 lead, so he ultimately accepts. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I think that's that's what it's like when he, in the sub yeah. as well. But he's like, I can't not do this. Yeah. And the maiden's like, You're so you're so cool and strong. And he's like, Cool, thanks. Thank you. So thanks. I agree. Thank you. Uh, they they they've barely gotten ready. You know, they've got some guys standing outside the gates when they notice uh, a, a bunch of fucking guys coming up. Yeah. Uh, and Axel says, "Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, let's let's let them come to us. We'll see who it is, what it, what's up." And it's uh, it's Zane and fucking Phoenix, Aster. Aster Phoenix. That's his name. Sorry. Yeah. And a bunch of other people because they fucking they Aster broke Phoenix. Yeah, they broke a bunch of people out of the prison and they're here to help. Yeah, the kings, queens, and Jack's knights are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, so what's gonna happen now is. Uh, everyone is gonna fortify while the protagonists go to, uh, the big tower to take the fight to the Supreme King. Uh, they're gonna sneak in. Uh, they did bring along, like, the big mouth, uh, with them to, like, give them info and help them blend in. Uh, yeah, and on the way, like, as they approach the, the castle of the Supreme King, uh, Rio, who is holding... Uh, the world's only the the galaxy's last human um, basically looked down at it and says, "On God, if you lie to me, I will tear your jaw wide open." And <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's like he was like, "I will destroy you." Verbatim, oh, sure. he says, and he lasts about two minutes without lying. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, lie or otherwise betray us. I swear to God, I will like rip you limb from limb. And the shield's like, "Well, I don't have any limbs." He's like, "Don't test me." I, I will. Um, I will give you new limbs so I can rip them off. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be doing some human centipede shit. They go inside the castle, and they're all they're all in the armor of um, the defeated. Oh, real quick before we go further, oh, yeah. I just want to note one really important thing, which is uh, before they leave, they sort of agree. You know, one thing that could really help us out with this Jaden situation is if we found out whether or not Jesse's alive. So right, they, that's, yes. So they just like tell them, "Hey, if you find anyone who can like tell you about Jesse, uh, uh, just let us know. We need to we need to make sure Jesse's alive, and that might save Jaden. It's gonna be like uh in the film, The Snyder Cut. It's probably gonna uh, be just like that, yeah. Yeah, it'll be yeah. just like that. Yeah, Jaden's gonna see the love of his life, and he won't be evil anymore. And then he'll fly off uh, and into a cornfield. Yeah. Alive. Anyways, they, they, yeah, they break into the tower, uh, and they are caught about, uh, five feet into the door by a guy who kind of looks like, uh, a dark magician, uh, like a pervert wearing dark magician's clothes. Yeah, I, I, I did write down S&M dark magician. 
Yeah, as he, if Dark Magician is not already S and M Dark Magician. Right. He looks like Dark Magician if Dark Magician was also an evil jester. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like the fusion of Dark Magician and Soggy to Dark Crown. Yeah, yeah that's not, yes. not a bad observation. Uh, that's, that's what he Yeah, and we, like. we get the standard, like, oh, I'll stay behind to hold him off with uh, Zane well, here. Well, before that, before that, before he, like, IDs them, they, like, walk past, and Rio, like, looks down at the galaxy's last human and says, hold him off for us. And the galaxy's last human literally turns around and goes, hey, <laughs> like verbatim. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah, I like that in the dub too. And it's like uh, they try to come up with an excuse for uh, the pervert magician, but uh, it looks like it's gonna work. But then pervert magician just destroys the uh, the big mouth uh, and says that. Uh, they they know something's up because the, the the like leader guy is missing, uh, and their cover's broken, so they got a duel. Uh, yeah, and Rio's like, "Oh, please let me duel. I want to hurt so bad." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in the dub he's please, like, "I just want to <laughs> kill somebody." Oh my god, in the I du- want to feel the pain of death. In the dub, it's so funny because he says something like, uh, "I've been." Um, <sighs> What fuck? What what was the exact line? He's like, I've really been itching to like bruise my knuckles in a duel. I wish I could <laughs> tell you. I, it was it was it was something insane like that where they only changed like the last word of the sentence and like nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. For you can there's some places where the four kids dub is like really slipping in these like in these last couple of episodes where I can like kind of uh-huh. I can like kind of tell that like they they're starting to not really know what to do with what's going on here. You, when do you when do you think they knew like they were going to like like this was going to be the last one <laughs> that they were that all they were being doing. laid off after the season? <laughs> yeah, right. like uh-huh. right. Well, uh, I don't know. I think let, let's let's put a pin in that. And let's let's keep an eye out for it as the I mean, actually, as the season I, goes on. Let's try and pinpoint if we like, think we can the, pinpoint the exact moment, like, the, the exact line. episode that these people yeah, knew that they sure. were going to be out of a well, job. I would say a big part of it is I think season four is already out by this time in Japan. So they're they. I guess they don't want to do season four. They can see it looming on the horizon, and they yeah. <laughs> they're despairing, falling to their knees. They, no, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. They really want to do five D. Yeah, that's what they want. Is that like five? By the time that season four would have come to the U.S., yeah, it was card games on motorcycles, mm-hmm. baby. They, they got motor. Yeah, they got motorcycles. They were the they were scouting. They were scouting dudes who could do Australian accents. We can sell so many toys. That's a whole new. That's a whole new peripheral we can Yeah, sell. do you see the numbers that Hot Wheels pulls in every year? Come the fuck on. We can uh, sell the motorcycles. Uh, we can sell action figures to put on the motorcycles. We can sell tracks for the motorcycles. The, the, it doesn't... So, they should have done there. all of that, yeah. they by the way. They sh- I um, should be able to buy an Axel Brody gun. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs> the last thing that really happens in this episode is that... So, Rio engages with this um, clown magician. Um... Uh, Edo and O'Brien continue on. The intellectual... What is it? I can't remember. The two magicians that suck to look at that are just boring character designs. They're just two guys. Intercept him. They're just two guys. Um, intercept them. And uh, Edo's like, I'll take care of both of these. O'Brien, you've got to go. Oh, one of the stipulations to O'Brien working with them, by the way, was like, I'm going to be the one to duel Judah. And they're like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. None uh, of us want to do it. Yeah. 
And so O'Brien, O'Brien heads up and he confronts Judai at the top of the tower. The Supreme King. So uh, Axel gives this whole speech about how he realizes now that there's more to dueling than just power. How he, I mean, as we know, he uses a burn deck. He's very focused on being strong, being a cool mercenary guy. But he he understands there's more to that now. World's coolest child soldier. Yeah. Uh, he is God's strongest soldier. He's gonna, he's gonna duel. Uh, and we get to see the start of their duel, where uh, Jaden has the Dark Fusion spell card and can summon evil heroes. Like an evil version of Flame Wingman. Yeah, he he did this in the uh, in the the he, duel with yeah, Jim we've as seen well. This. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right, that's right. These guys seem wicked busted. Like they are. <laughs> is he really overpowered? Yeah, I don't well, know how they well, are in the actual game, but this is fun. We'll we'll get to those in a little bit. The last thing I want to note before the end of this episode is that um, before they start dueling, there's in this confrontation where you know O'Brien. What O'Brien actually says is isn't that there's more than power, but that there's two types of power: mm-hmm. the power that everyone runs away from and the power that people need. Huh. Um, so okay. it's like it's like I'm here and I have this power because someone because people need me to. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, and the last thing, and what, what Judai says to him is like, you're not a hero, you're a make inu, you're, and it gets translated as loser, but it li- literally means loser dog, and no. it is the same term that Kaiba, huh. that Kaiba uses, uses for to Joey? refer to Jonochi. Oh, yes. fuck yeah. Fuck yes, let's go! Which is why you get all of that dog weird dog shit in in Duel Monsters with uh, Jonochi mm-hmm. and Kaiba. Oh. But you're a ma- you're just a makaina. You're just a loser dog. I Man, not to called- get off track, but do you remember that part of Dark Side of Dimensions where for no reason they just put in that that little part of Joey? Oh, and they the- knew what they were doing. Yeah, I know. I, I think about that every once in a while. I'm winking at you. Which one? The 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 nightmare he has where he's on the blimp and yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like, about that. You can't have my new dual disc. I think about that without exaggeration every day of my life. The Supreme King should have called Axel a third rate duelist with a fourth rate deck. That's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically the last bit of this episode. Mm-hmm. And we roll right over Maka to episode thirty nine. What lies beneath? Part three. Episode 142, Volcanic Devil versus the Vilest Evil Hero. Damn, pretty cool. <laughs> Shit! Pretty cool! That's a I mean, Those are just name. card names, but they're pretty good. The it's Vilest good. Evil Hero. So good. Um, so we've got those three duels going on. Uh, Zane's dueling the second-in-command guy. Uh, Who has summoned the perfectly ultimate Great Moth. Yeah, yeah what a great throwback! Man, imagine if Insector had actually been able to do this. <laughs> what if this is where he was for the last, like, ten years? They just show up here and fucking Weevil's hanging out. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Well, we know that Weevil's <laughs> fucked up and a little, little pervert, so who's to say this isn't actually Weevil in a uh, weird this costume? Is what he lo- yeah, this is what he looks like in the Dark World. This is the represents his yeah, soul. Yeah. This is a car. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is Weevil Underwood in 2007. Feel old yet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if you watch Cup of Greed 2020 and the worst, uh, 2021, the worst duel within it, you'll recognize the deck that the magicians are using, the Demise and Ritual deck that I ethically failed at using. <laughs> Saluting. Saluting uh, you. Maror also used that duel, that, that deck. Because, yeah. Maror, uh, Maror, uh, Riley's oh, character, yes. because it was just you. Yeah, I think 
say their gimmick was just using somebody else's deck. <laughs> yeah, that's a good gimmick. I think they used it better than I did. So I think they used it better than I did. But yeah, so I was I was very hyped to see um, demise uh, Lord of Destruction. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and Axel is dueling the Supreme King. Uh, I do want to point out. Uh, I think this this card he, he like fusion summons is called like Bertinatric. It's a uh, evil. I would describe them as an evil butch fusion monster. So it's the fusion monster. It's the evil fusion monster. The dark fusion monster of um, Clayman and Bertinatrix. Yes, yeah. of of and. Uh, she got life held proportions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. she would make a very good action figure. He's like li- uh, it's it's life held uh, Captain America, but also a woman and wearing um she has oh lipstick. yeah that's, okay that's how you know she's still a woman. She has lipstick mm-hmm. on. I don't know right. if she has like the 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 boob cups that the other like the non evil not- version of this fusion has. She does not have no flame wing man's. Or no, sorry, not Flame Wing Man. I forget um, the name of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot Coldman. Hot Coldman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clay Man. Brick Oven Pizza Man. Mm-hmm. Actually, they duel. It's a lot of dueling. Yeah, we. There's some looking into the eye of Orichalcum. They're both. A- You'll need. Yeah, sure is, man. You'll need those fries. Um, yeah. I, now I did look it up. I would like to say, and maybe I can make this a regular thing where every week I, every week I, I force you guys to learn this dark knowledge with me. Mm-hmm. But um, the ship name for Axel and Jim is Oricalcum Shipping. Cool. So, that tra- yeah, all right. That that, tracks. Yeah. yeah, that tracks. That's fine. That's not yeah. that first. Honestly, yeah, no, I could, no, I, no big, no big surprise. No big surprise there. Yeah, I could do with some more uh, post uh, dual monster ship names. I don't know them. Yeah, I, I don't know them either. I'll I'll try I'll I'll try and find some real stupid ones. I have fairly encyclopedic knowledge of the dual monster era ones, but nothing beyond yeah, that. Yeah, I, I I know you do. So I was gonna I was gonna dive <laughs> into the GX <laughs> list. Yeah, you, you, you gotta you gotta reach into the the GX ones to get something that yeah. Audrey doesn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I might be getting I have approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> I might get I might be getting my wires crossed, but I know there's one for Zexel, I think, which. Which has a character named Shark, so one of the ship names is named like Shark Bait or something like that. Oh, they they, they they broke from tradition, or is it Shark Bait shipping? Uh, I don't remember. I think they probably broke. For, I think for that they probably broke from tradition. Oh, good for them. Yeah, maybe by Zexel, you know, them. they had enough like new blood. In oh, the, it's in the called Shark Bait they... shipping. Oh, it is called Shark Bait shipping. All right, okay, wonderful. All right. <laughs> Stick it with tradition. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, reject modernity. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, the boys, Ado and Rio, are winning. Mm-hmm. Are they winning, sons? Yes, yes, they are. They're breaking it down cyber style, mm-hmm. and uh, they both win. And as as they they finish winning their duels, uh, Show comes running up, and he's like, and "Yeah, because he, he, he and- <laughs> summoned Kite Roid to just hang glide all the way here." Oh yeah. That's right. So he comes running up, and he's like, Aniki and, or, no, sorry, Nissan, and, and Rio literally just turns up and goes, oh, show, it's you. Oh, we gotta real quick talk about, uh, about what causes, uh, uh, Cyrus to come here, so. Oh, yeah, uh, that's pretty important. He's at the, oh, yes, yes. He's arrived at the stronghold, and while he's there, Ojama Yellow meets up with, uh, those little fairies from the first of the three episodes, it's so excited and love-struck, Ojama Yellow shifts to a much deeper, more sexual voice. 
before shifting back to a goofy sexual Ojama Yellow. But before shifting back to his more goofy normal voice, it's, it's a great it, bit. It, it's it's really good. Go to our Twitter account to watch the video for it because it, it's it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. it's actually it, it's one of the better jokes that they've done in a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a joke that I liked, yeah. which I, says a lot for the dub. Here's yeah. something I want to say about the joke. Uh, Ojama Yellow, as we know, is a minion, and I think this joke would work perfectly with a minion, so mm. I think that's what, part of why it's so good. It's perfectly suited to a weirdo like Ojama Yellow. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, Cyrus, he glides to the, the tower, yeah. he's here now with everybody else. Yeah, Cyrus was told to, uh, tell Jaden that, uh, Jesse's still alive. Right, uh, yes, we found that out from, from mm. the Maiden of Water. Yeah, apparently Ojama Yellow had seen uh, Jesse at some point while he and Cyrus were traveling. So, uh, after winning the duels, they join up with, uh, they decide to go watch on the sidelines while Axel and uh, the Supreme King duel. They're both pretty badly hurt. They're down to like 200 and 500 or something like that. Uh, And uh, this is when Cyrus shows up to tell Jaden that... Uh, Jesse's alive, and we get, like, this shot of, like, Jaden inside the Supreme King, uh, j- still kind of fucked up, but awoken by that news, and, uh... Yeah, it's literally, he's like, you're, yo, yo, Judai, your princess is in another castle, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta get out of you here, and, out of and, uh, like, at, at the end of it, it's like, Roxanne, you don't have to put on your dark cloak. <laughs> and uh, Axel, with the eye in hand, is like figuring out how to end this because the Supreme King's still holding on just a little bit. So uh, he fuck what a duel say. He's about to draw from his deck when the ghost of Jim appears to help him draw. Uh, it's very romantic. They're dating. It uh, is. That's what that's what made me look up the ship name. <laughs> yeah, it is literally again spared a pairs and whatnot, but th- it is like literally the scene from Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the pottery scene. From no, Ghost. it's not. Like, it's like the more homoerotic version of the father son Kamehameha. Oh, these uh, are both terrible options. <laughs> yeah, I hate. I don't like any of this. Yeah, this is bad in its own way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and Jim says, says into O'Brien's ear, O'Brien, beat his ass. <laughs> and O'Brien does. And O'Brien's like, oh, like physically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> Axel uses a card that that's going to kill them both. And then while he's doing that, he runs up to the Supreme King with the eye in hand and just basically like. Touches it to his heart. Yeah. And they're like, he's talking about how they're going to go down together. You are uh, coming down with me, hand in unlovable hand. Unlovable hand. Uh, and there's this big flash of red light as the power of this incredible duel encompasses everything. Uh, Axel tells, I think, oh yeah, we see like Jaden in this like star realm and like Jim's ghost like, uh, gra- essentially touches him and says, it's time to go home. The darkness in you has been defeated. Uh, there's an explosion, and Axel is dead, but he took the Supreme King with him. So, Jaden's normal now. So long, suckers. Yeah, and thankfully, we were right last week, 
Oh god, none of you were on last week. Um, but we were right last week and that um the Supreme King was um an evil personality car crumple zone. Mm-hmm. So he is able to be exercised without damaging Judai at all. Mm-hmm. Yay! Perfect. It's all uh, fine. It's all right. Every like six people are still dead, but it's okay. Six people are dead and Jaden's still a little bit fucked up, but it's okay. But definitely no more. No one else is going to die this season. Nobody sure, else sure, will die. Sure. No one else is going to die, and Jaden is going to wake up, and he's going to be normal. Yeah. Yep. He's going to uh, be regular, and he's not going to, like, have it. He's not going to have any strong feelings about, like, what happened. Yeah, so uh, Zane flies them all out of there with Cyber and Dragon. There's, like, a part where he, like, takes the Supreme King's helmet, tosses it out of the window to where all the monsters can see, and explain that their leader has been beaten. So they all flee to uh the four winds when they all uh, they all eventually like manage to rest mm-hmm. and you're like talking about next mm-hmm. moves and i love that rio's like damn i thought i was fucked up but yeah you guys really fucked up yeah i'm uh, pretty much normal i thought i was a sicko two other important things <laughs> yeah. to note uh the meteor that's been in the sky this whole time turns red and the eye of Calco shatters uh no oh, yes so don't have to worry about that anymore. Yep. Uh, cool. Thank God. And the sun is risen. While they're all resting, uh, yeah, the sun is risen. While they're all resting, uh, Ojama Yellow remembers a shadowy figure that him well, that he saw. Specific, yeah, specifically Rio's like, any, uh, so I'm like super fucked up, but Rio, like Jedi's more fucked up. Anyway, was any of that stuff about Johan even true? <laughs> Would be so funny. Ojama Yellow's like, Ojama Yellow's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fairies told me that someone had found them, mm-hmm. and and then he's like, "Wait a minute, hold on." I was the one. Who, I was the one who told them that I saw him, and it's like, "Ojama, wake up! You fucked up big time." Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we 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 see this shadowy figure, and we zoom in on him, and it is, of course, Jesse. But he's also got the evil yeah. shadow king eyes. Yeah. So so eventually, Ojama yells like, "Wait, no! I did actually see someone. I'm sure that I saw him in this shadowy figure that he saw." Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Johan being equally normal for his normal husband. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jesse waking up from <laughs> from evil eye surgery, but his boyfriend <laughs> his boyfriend Jaden is nowhere to be found. He asks the doctor, and the doctor says, "Who do you think gave you the eyes?" <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy! And that's this uh, episode. Yeah, Yay. so good. Woo. Killer ups. Uh, we do have a few questions. I do have a quick post-show segment. Oh, yeah, I'll please. It. It won't, this won't take too long, but, you know, with all of this Orichalcos news, I thought we should go just dip real quick into the Book of Forbidden Arts uh, to yes. talk with Dr. Thaddeus Hainos about, uh, about one of the most iconic villains of Yu-Gi-Oh!, Darts. Everyone's Let, favorite. Let's talk about him. I, I was gone for, like, most of... Or, no, I wasn't. I was here for darts, no, wasn't you were. I? I wasn't? I wasn't here yet. Yeah. Okay, I okay. I have no memory of darts either way. <laughs> darts. This prince looks pretty good for 10,000 years old, doesn't he? Darts was the son of the king of the legendary kingdom of Atlantis. After oh, the kingdom right. fell... <laughs> Darts sought to resurrect the beast, Grand Dragon Leviathan, to destroy Earth so Atlantis could rise again. To revive Grand Dragon Leviathan, 
darts fed its souls that he captured with the seal of Orichalcos. But he believed that one soul was the key to his quest. The powerful soul of the Pharaoh. When Pharaoh returned, Dart sent his duelists to attack Yugi and his friends. Dart never got Pharaoh's soul, so he used his own to bring Grand Dragon Leviathan back to life. Soon we shall rid the earth of mankind and rebuild civilization as it once was. Darts. Uh, oh, darts. Kind of funny now that we have a cat named Pharaoh, though. Mm-hmm. I just keep imagining, <laughs> imagining him being like, I have to get this cat's mm-hmm. fucking soul. You know, you gotta pay the troll tool. Well, um, if, if you get the cat's soul, then you also get the soul that is inside the cat. You get two souls for, this pri- for the price of one. That, mm, yeah, you can't argue with that. And you get the cat's hole. Do you want the other one, though? The other one has a racist accent. <laughs> it might have one. So you you need to be careful. That's yeah. why I made it a two-for-one. Real monkey's paw situations. So now let's go over those questions. If you want to send them in, send them in our Twitter, or you can send them to uh, our Discord. Uh, visit at uh, Pot of Greed Cast. On Twitter. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna real quick check if we got any Twitter questions. Uh, I don't think we did, but I just want to make sure. That we did. Nope, no, no Twitter questions. Uh, we also have some questions that were asked a couple days ago after the last recording. Uh, our first question comes from, uh, who in the squad would would go with Jaden to try and get on that Stanley reality show from the 2000s. It's cool if nobody knows what I'm talking about. Well, I do. Uh, have any of you also listened to Zero to Zero? Yes. Um, I, I'm not caught up. I've listened to the first several episodes. Right. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. Uh, so. I think Chaz uh, would. Chaz would. Jaden would. Uh, I think Tyranno might get in and he would win because he's a troop. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jane's basically gonna also, be- Also, I mean, he is kind of a superhero. He has dino DNA. He, he, he does superhero. have dino DNA. He would- Yeah, that's my, that's my vote as well. He would present himself as a dinosaur-themed superhero. That's uh, pretty wicked. I would, I would, I would dig it. We don't have uh, any- I mean, I'm sure we do somewhere in the grand scheme of, like, all comic books, but- uh, Do we have a mainstream dinosaur-themed superhero? Not like hmm. the MCU or anything, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was racking, like, the, the small, stupid part of my brain that, like, knows about the MCU. All I can think about is Moon Girl and Devil, Devil Dinosaur. The main one I can think of is Animal Vegetable Mineral Man, uh, who is a very obscure... That sounds good. Very obscure uh, villain, but he can, like, turn into a dinosaur. There's also the... Uh, or there's also... I don't know if that's the same guy, but there's also the supervillain who uh, who was in a comic that Elliot Kalin of the Flophouse wrote where uh, he wanted to turn people into dinosaurs instead of curing cancer. Oh, that's uh, right. I, well, that was a Spider-Man comic. That's Marvel. I I've think. seen. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen I mean, that meme before. Yeah. D- Moon Girl. Yeah, those are pretty infamous. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are both Marvel characters. Um, they're a team. They were very, very not well known for a long time, but a few years ago. Who wrote them? I can't remember who. Someone, like, important <laughs> wrote them. And, uh... I knew you uh, would know. Sorry. I knew you would know this, Audrey. I, I, I knew to defer to you for dinosaur, for all. Uh-huh. 
Any and all comic book questions. For all what? I was gonna say dinosaur themed questions, and I was like, that I was like, that's not what I That's the that's the thing that Audrey is known yeah, for. I was like really famously um, Famously God, I can't remember who, who did their their run, but uh Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, it's uh yeah, that's that's they had like uh a whole thing that like really invigorated that. Alright. I think there needs to be more dinosaur-themed dinosaurs, so I think that's my answer. Dinosaur-themed dinosaurs? Yep, that, I said what I said. <laughs> Sorry, I looked over at my pause screen and I, I caught Girl Majima's no, eye got again. got distracted by Majima. <laughs> made eye contact <laughs> with him. I got nervous, about... I got my words all mixed up. I'll be back soon, Goro. You just, you just wait. Please, you just, you just sit right there, honey, I'll be back. Uh, let's Next see, question. I would all... Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh... Pretty positive, Sky asks, Now that Jaden has completely turned into a shadow spell, and specifically a king, how do you feel about the idea of Jaden as a foil to both Yugi and Yami? Uh, and if Jaden has evil heroes, what would a dark version of Yugi's deck look like? Hmm. Oh, don't ask me questions about the cards. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Yugi's I guess- deck is already pretty dark, you know? Like, he's got, yeah. he's got fucking, um- Yeah, if anything, Yugi's deck- at the end of like, uh, at the end of Millennium World is the uh, light version of Yami's deck. Uh, so yeah, Marshmallow on Clockwork Heroes, uh, leveling up heroes and whatnot. Yeah, like he's got fucking Dark Magician, Summon Skull, and Exodia mm. and all that shit at the start of the show. Like that's already you know. He uses an almost exclusively dark attribute tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's his name. It's literally his name. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. I mean, I mean, uh, the Supreme King is just doing like season zero Yami shit. Yeah. Um, well, what I really think is interesting, and I think we get more of this in the Forbidden Fourth season, but is like Judai's reality that I think has been hinted to as a pretty fucked up kid, actually, who just sort of suppresses it. Yeah, no, like, this yeah. is this is not like an alternate personality from a, a right. mystical puzzle box. This is a, just a part of Jaden. Like, is, this is just kind of who he is. This is just who he is. And, like, it's almost sort of like the reverse of Yugi, mm. um, who, like, had no friends and, like, wished for it and had his wish entered by having this dark entity enter his life. Um... Whereas Judah was like, actually, I would like to get rid of this dark entity. <laughs> and sequestered and, uh, off, a, you know, a portion of, like, his, his consciousness. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like Malik that way. Yeah. He's much yeah. closer to Malik. He's much closer to Malik than Yami and Yugi. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Mm-hmm. God, I, lo- I love Malik and Merrick. I love Merrick. Fucking so, love those guys. So fucking good. Like, somehow... Somehow, in remember a cast when, below the gates, they spent a whole when there was a whole season where they were trapped in the computer zone, but Merrick wasn't. So we would just cut back to him <laughs> in the blimp hangar sometimes, like trashing the place. And he's just like pressing, and he's he's like at a keypad at a locked door, going one 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 yeah. one one <laughs> one two. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Merrick somehow the, in a cast full of gay characters somehow just beating out like everyone else for the top gayest spot mm-hmm. listen he wears a lavender crop top for the love of god I saw that at age 11 or 12 or whatever and said maybe and I'll, now you're a man right, and said, maybe I'll think about that in 15 years or so maybe I like yeah. boys in a lavender way that crop top, isn't it also a vest like it with a hood, like it, it's yes, it's a, a it is a crop top that. vest hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it is lavender. It's tactical. 
And he looks good <laughs> in it. Yeah. He, looks uh, good. He, he do be looking fresh to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! MD, a.k.a. PR the Disaster, <laughs> asks, Fig. All this rescuing arc would be done in an instant if Blank was on their side. Which character would you fill that blanket with? Goku. From... Well, yeah. Okay. From G- <laughs> GX, dual monsters, any character. Uh, I'm gonna say, well, Ishizu. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they let Ishizu do anything, uh, if they had, uh, actually, what? I'm thinking about Merrick now. So I'm gonna say Merrick. <laughs> that would rock. Maybe- I want all of the Ishtars there. He could, he could help Jaden. Yeah. He could help Jaden out. He's been through this before. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Ishizu or Rashid. Either one of them. Yeah. They're both oh. so hyper competent. The thing about Ishizu is that she can see the future. Yeah. So she could probably find them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, that that would probably help. I do think, um, yeah. I think, uh, Mokuba, but only from like his Dark Side of Dimensions era where he's like, Taking some face business boy. Right, he's like taking some self defense classes. Yeah, he knows how to headbutt people now. <laughs> yeah, he can headbutt yeah, exactly. people. He's, he's like he's like constantly kidnapping people and putting like the fucking Kylocore sensory deprivation mask. You know on what? Them. It's that it's actually true. Who better to know how to rescue someone who's kidnapped than one who's been d- had it done to themselves <laughs> the most of anyone than in the, the yeah, than the most kidnapped. Yeah. Person. Senator Kaiba would of have an entire time. spec ops team in there with assault rifles to arrest the That's Supreme true. King. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, Kaiba has got to have, like, a special kidnapping focused team. Mm-hmm. You're right. Retrieval team. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, our last question is from Shadow Sandbag. Uh, last two questions. Yeah, last two questions I see now. Number one Which unlikely pair of characters would you want to see team up a la Rio and Edo? I literally can't uh, think about and uh, think of any others because Rio and Edo are so good together. Their mm-hmm. dynamics so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they are so funny. I'm thinking like alternate universe season one, uh, Crowler and Banner team up. Uh, I, maybe that's not ideal, that but be, n- I think it. No, w- that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, what if Miss Dorothy could duel and she hung out with them? Uh, let's see. I want Kaiba to come back and have to do something with Pegasus. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not this is not necessarily the like spirit of the question that's being asked here. I understand that, but I would actually like to see more of Asuka and Fubuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fubuki. yeah, honestly, though, that would be pretty good teaming up together. We had like the one like we've had instances, but like they actually are like really close siblings, and they're both good duelists. I would like to see them teaming up together more. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could have done with like some sort of like double duel where on one side is like Alexis and uh uh Atticus uh Pegasus and Chess mm. fuck yes yeah uh Kaiba and Chess <laughs> oh I want to oh find out what god. that's like they would hate each other so they much they would hate yes. each other so much oh my god it's so good though also, it's really funny to think that, like, Kaiba's, like, 30. Mm, and he yeah. has, has to be, like, it's, it's like, uh, it would be, like, um, Toy Story 2 and Buzz looking at all the other Buzzes <laughs> and being like, God, is that really what I sound like? Uh, Kaiba in <laughs> a like, Kaiba hasn't can't... changed. What are you talking about? <laughs> he still sounds like that. No, I mean, in terms <laughs> of the things he says. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, exactly. That's God, that, uh, that rocks. Um, and then finally, um, if you were also from Shadow Sandbag, if you were stuck in dual hell, which of the main cast would you want to team up with? I guess at this point, uh, Rio. Probably. Um, 
I'm going. I'm going Axel. Well, wait. No, I guess. I guess I'm not. Jim seems pretty dependable. Jim's dead. I know he's dead. He's dead now. But like, if if, you know, if I didn't have that knowledge, right, right, right. I mean, I, I know that's why I walked back, Axel. Yeah. Do we want to count everyone who went in or everyone who's alive right now? Uh, yeah, because if we're if we're going everyone, I'm going Axel because I he just he he seems dependable. He's he's got the biggest muscles. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think we can count anyone. I'm just saying that a guy who how much can you depend on a guy who dies? Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. He died I'm, in a pretty cool way, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still dead. Uh, I'm going with. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with Atticus. I don't know why. He, he he seems like a fun guy. We have similar tastes in shirts. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, I I think like after a couple days he would he would eat you though. Like he <laughs> he would go feral. <laughs> it's fun while it lasted. Go as if he's not already there. Uh, um, I I think I would actually I might pick Aster because I. Um, I forgot that I took this note right at the beginning of season three, but just, or episode, um, the third episode we did this week, um, which just says, if I was 14, there's no telling how hard I would fixate on Aster. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen, Akira Ishida will do that to a motherfucker. (laughs) Uh... What white-haired anime boys do to a motherfucker. Yeah, literally. Listen, I'm still here 20... Two years later, yep, because of uh, <laughs> Rio B- DM's yeah. white haired anime boy. So, mm-hmm. yep, Bakura Brain Rot. Yep, uh, I think that's, that's it from us. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, it's time to wrap up this episode. Uh, let's see. Do we? I don't recall the exact order of operation. Should we? We do never patrons? do it the same. Yeah, we always. This has been Pot of Greed. You, you yeah. can listen to us. You can go to twittercom greedcast. Uh, you can go to Kaiba.online, join our Discord, check it out. It's a fun time. You can go to our Patreon. That's patreoncom greed. If you give us one dollar, you get all the bonus episodes. That is uh, right now. We're covering Fast and the Furious. We're gonna do Fast Four any day now. Pretty excited for that one. If you give oh, us five dollars yeah. a month, you get uh you get that you get the bonus episodes, you get to listen in while we record, and you get a shout out at the end of the episode. Does somebody have the list, Audrey? Uh yes, uh our five dollar patrons: Endian Snefkin, Colton Crow, Emery, who's listening right now, Joel Thomas, Riley Hopkins, and Draven. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your money. And if you give us ten dollars a month, you get the shout out in the middle of the episode. Uh, you get all the other things. And you get a physical box of goodies, such as a feral plush, which is what we're doing this year. Who knows what we'll do next year? It could be anything. Not us. <laughs> not us. We haven't started <laughs> sure planning that yet. Anyway, Sure as hell not us. Yeah. Uh, join the Cup of Greed. Go to bit.ly slash COG2022 to join our Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy Tournament. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, I have been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to me on the Yakuza podcast called KMRO FM, aka Kamuro Cho Radio that I host with friend of the show, Jordan. We just finished Yakuza 3. By the time that this comes out, the finale episode for that will be out. So we'll be talking about Yakuza 4 pretty soon. Jordan hates that one because of the gameplay, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited to talk about it. 
Can't wait to be uh, on that in six years to talk about Judgment with you guys. <laughs> yeah, look, maybe if you get through the series fast enough, you can be on for an episode of four or five or something. I don't know. I'm fucking um, clipping through it. I might. You are, but I feel Elliot. like you might slow down after you play Zero. Um, you, you and I, you and I need to be on together for Majima Brain Rot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I basically have uh, Audrey on anytime Majima comes up. Hell yeah! <laughs> like in a major, in a significant way. Yeah, yeah. like the, you're the official Majima correspondent. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's I'm where you correspondent find me. for all Goros. <laughs> popcorn right, exactly so you get you get to to come as a special guest yeah you, you get to yeah. oh yeah that's where you can find me popcorn elliot uh hi i'm elliot you can find me on twitter at kaiba liker um i'm live vlogging yakuza zero right now uh it's a fun time that's it dan uh you can find me at a lot of places and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges from there, you can find my Twitter, uh, at BiggerChallenge, uh, my YouTube, uh, Big Challenges, uploading a Fallout 4 LP, uh, just uploaded some episodes recently. One of them, in these two recent episodes, I turn on a mod that puts in the, uh, Japanese language, uh, from, like, the Japanese version of Fallout 4, and mess around with that for a bit. Uh, doing that specifically because Kiryu's voice actor is in it. Yes. Much. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, you can listen to my other podcasts, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, hang on a second. Just one second. We'll be here. Looking at Majima again. Just glancing over, turning my head 90 degrees <laughs> to make sure that Majima's still on my He TV. is. He's still there looking at me. <laughs> hey, baby, be Watching there soon. You. Uh, you can, but yeah, you can listen to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, we just finished the most recent episode to go up. We finished talking about the first Sonic adventure. Uh, we finally got to finish talking about that. Next episode to go up is going to be about Sonic Adventure 2. And the episode after that is uh, for the new movie Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, you can also listen to Video Games the Movie the Podcast, uh, Video Game Movie Review Podcast. Uh, just uploaded an episode for uh, the 2010 Prince of Persia film. And our next one is going to have a uh, Cup of Greed alumni uh, Sky on to talk about uh, the the Mario OVA film from the 80s called, like, The Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. Uh, and you can vi- visit my uh, my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, about Ill Bleed. My inactive podcast, Strangers Fiction, which is an actual play. Uh, and also you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Mo- uh, recently, Mother's Day passed, so happy MILF Sunday, Xbox. Happy uh, MILF Sunday, Xbox. Popcorn, Audrey. Yep. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optima Mom Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. If you want to know more about that funny robot internet joke, you can listen to the other podcast I do with friend of the show Nero called Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, Prime Cuts, which you can find at Prime Cuts Pod on Twitter. Um, it is a a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. We've just started uh, season one of Transformers Prime, my favorite uh, entry in the franchise. Um, they hold up super well. It's a really good show. Um, even if you don't listen to our podcast, you should watch Transformers Prime. Um, 
Join our Discord. Uh, you look can... at Starscream. Yeah, Starscream, huh? Steve Bloom Starscream did something to me. Uh... Oh, Steve Bloom's there? Steve Bloom plays Starscream in Transformers Oh, he's Prime. also Higashi. He's, he's my special guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, of course, that's a, okay. I was like, it's Higashi. I didn't know you were a big Steve Bloom fan, but of course, it's Higashi. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we've connected the dots. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, join our Discord. You can find a URL to our Discord um, in the description of all of our um, shows, which are also hosted on No Space, um, or in the URL part of our Twitter, which is again at Prime Cuts Pod. We do really fun things between seasons. We hosted the '86 movie between uh, last season and this one. Um, we did Jackbox games. We're going to probably continue hosting movies between seasons. So um, if you want somewhere to suffer through the Bayverse. With friends and family and friends, family and loved ones, then you know, come check us out. Um, and I think that's it for me. So until next time, I'm gonna put on my evil jester hat, uh, which jingles merrily to please my supreme king, uh, and end my turn. I throw my helmet to the ground, declaring myself dead, and end my turn. I I turn my head 90 degrees to look at Goro Majima once more and lay myself face down. <laughs> Uh, I lay myself face down on the ground and am consumed by flaming wolves. <laughs> or foxes, in my possible podcast. to say. Possibly foxes. <laughs> Great work, everyone. <laughs> All right. Peach. Peach. Peach.